Ah, my ears. God damn, that was a loud clap. Anyways, welcome back to the Fadi Show podcast. How y'all doing, folks? Hey, welcome back. A new a new episode, new week, new episode. Took a nice sip of my coffee. How's everybody doing? Let me know in the comments how everybody's doing. I this is crucial information for me. I'm um I'm scraping data. I'm gonna sell your information about your well-being to data mining companies. I get approximately one thousand one thousandth of a penny per mood that you guys are in. So those two comments are gonna are gonna go a long way when it comes to my finances. Anyways, I'm talking shit. How's everybody doing? I already asked that. Um yeah, a uh, new episode. What is this? Episode 22. We're getting deep in the podcast. We're getting we're getting balls deep. 22 inches deep. I mean, episodes deep into the the this this thing, this venture. I'm having fun. Hope everybody else is having fun. As you guys can tell, there's no Caleb City in this episode. I don't know if I got his old number or what it is. I reached out to him, didn't get a response. It's okay. We're doing our thing, but yeah, what's been going on with me? I did some stand-up yesterday on a Tuesday night, right, at a bar. You want to think people go out and drink on Tuesdays? They do. They do in this city because people are depressed. People need an escape. And guess what? The bottom of that glass is such a sweet escape. It's a beautiful escape. Beautiful escape. The bottom of an alcoholic bev. Is there anything better? Is there anything better than drinking your sorrows away? None of them are Irish. I don't think we have an Irish population over here. But you know, we're learning. We're learning and we're learning fast. And we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll, we'll try to keep up with the Irish. I don't think I've ever had... <coughs> I don't think I have a drunk in my family. I don't have a drunk... You know, a drunk drunk. Not somebody that drinks and they get fucked up occasionally. And then, you know, they just beat their wife. I don't have that kind of drunks in my family. But I feel like I should. Because I have four uncles. And five aunts, aunts, aunties. You know, I feel like I should, I should have some form of debilitating, <coughs> just crippling addiction in my family. But no, we're, we're pretty, we're pretty good on that. I mean, I have uncles that you know get get, get fucked up occasionally, but none of them are you know, wake up, take a shot type of drunk. You know, ruining their family, doesn't have a job. No shameless drunk, you know? Like the show Shameless. Yeah, not like that. And it's kind of boring. If you have one of those in your family, like, consider yourself lucky because every day is like a new adventure. Like, what is this? What is my uncle going to, you know, figure out today? What is he going to do today? And then it's like, it's really like fun Sudoku or like, crossword puzzle except there's lives at stake because they for sure drive they definitely drive every time so it's kind of kind of how i feel about that kind of disappointed 
that I don't have that in my family. But I'll say this. I did the number crunch. The other day I was counting I was counting how many cousins I have on my mom's side and my dad's side. Guys, I have a total I kid you not, this is not a joke. I have a total of 53 cousins. 53 cousins. 32 of them are on my dad's side and 21 on my mom's side. Crazy big family. 53 cousins. Insane. So I'm just, I'm just from a statistical standpoint, one of them got to turn out to be just a mess, just a reckless mess when it comes to alcohol. So far, you know, they're all young. A lot of them are like 15 and under. Um, but some of them are adults, but no drunks so far. No drunks, no pervs. One of them got to be a pedophile when they grow up. One of those, one of my cousins for sure is going to become a pedophile. Maybe I'm the pedophile. <laughs> but we're a total, like with me and my siblings, we're a total of, uh, what is it, 56, 56 grandchildren in total. Yeah. It's a lot of grandchildren. Yeah. Expanding, expanding this, this genetic code. I don't even need I don't even know if we need the specific genetic code to just be out here like this, but that's what's going on. Yeah, I feel like again, statistically, one of my cousins at least got to be gay. I mean, isn't 10% of the population supposedly gay? 10%? That's that's a that's a that's a big percentage. I'm not going to lie. I must have five gay cousins, at least. I'm just trying... I got to figure out who they are. I got (laughs) to... I got to hone in and just omit the ones that are sus. I got to see who it is. (laughs) Among us, but gay cousins. (laughs) Dude, I'm gonna just have like a, I'm gonna set up, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna ambush them. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna ambush, and find. I'm gonna locate the gay cousins. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna just have a whole family reunion type of thing. I'm gonna just invite everybody to like a castle. You know that movie? And then there are fewer or whatever it was it was called. When these these folks are just invited to a fancy dinner uh, or wedding dinner or something like that. Proposal. I don't know. They get invited to this castle and, you know, people just start dying and they got to figure out who it is. Uh, Yeah. Just invite all 53 of my cousins to a castle, have a fancy dinner and just right when everybody's finished eating. Throw down the napkin on the on the plate and just go one by one. Just gay interrogations. Enhanced interrogation techniques, as the United States would like to call it. That's what they did in Iraq. Where they were electrocuting prisoners with car batteries, putting hoods on them, hanging them from the ceiling in chains. 
enhanced interrogation techniques, uh, aka torture. That's what they did. That's what they did. Um, yeah, basically do that, but not not because they're gay. I'm gonna do that to everybody and figure out who's gay. This is not because you're gay. It's just to find the gay ones. <laughs> just find the gay ones. But it's not because they're gay. I just want to know. I just want to know who it is. Because you're not going to admit it. Because why don't, why don't we know it? See? Logical fallacy. I don't know what that word means. It just sounds fancy. Is is that is that a thing? Logical fallacy? I'm gonna Google it. I think I use it in the right term. Probably not. Fadi googling things. A fallacy, also known known as a paralogia in modern psychology, is the use of invalid or otherwise faulty reasoning in the construction of an argument that may appear to be well reasoned if unnoticed. The term was introduced in the Western intellectual tradition of Aristotelian de Sophistics Elenchis. Whatever the fuck that means. But yeah. That. That, basically. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah. I just want to know who they are. Just expose yourself. Let it be known. So we can send you to camp. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah. Nah, we're chilling. We're chilling on that. Anyways. You guys like my shirt? You, you know you know who this is? Recognize the eyes? The eyes, Chico. They don't lie. These eyes like little boys because it's Michael Jackson's eyes. That's a crazy thing to say. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly, I said that. And allegedly, he did. No, but shout out Michael Jackson. Not for the the allegations, but for the... I mean, he beat the allegations, right? It's innocent. Until proven guilty. But you know who else is innocent until proven guilty? O.J. Simpson. So maybe the justice system isn't always correct. I'm not saying, you know, that applies to Michael Jackson's case. I'm just saying, like, just because they were acquitted doesn't mean that they didn't stab two people to death. And having a ball on Twitter now. Just posting these videos, acting like it never... Why are you not acknowledging... Why are you never acknowledging that you killed two people? Double homicide? And you escaped in a Bronco? Crazy. It's kind of crazy. He just plays golf and talks about fantasy football? What? You're not going to talk about it? You're going to pretend like nothing happens? You understand that all this engagement that you're getting on social media is because people find it hilarious that you're not even ever mentioning it. That's that's all I have to say. That's all I have to say about O.J. Simpson. Uh, yeah. I hope the audio is good because I'm a little far from the microphone. I feel like... Is audio good? Should I just hold the microphone? Should it be one of those holding the microphone episodes? Holding the microphone episodes. Yeah. Like this. This is this is fine. This is good. Can this wire not do the, Can it cooperate? There you go. Um 
Yeah, I'm getting kind of used to just holding a microphone because, uh, you know, I'll be doing stand up and shit. I did stand up yesterday. What a good set. What a good set. Because I had watched some of the clips that I had done. I mean, um, two sets that I had done where I was like, oh, yeah, I killed it, these sets. Right? And I thought I killed it. And I did. People were laughing. But I rewatched the videos and I was like, because my friend kept telling me, Tito, he kept telling me, it was like, it's good, but you just need to make it more tight. And just cut out the fluff, the extra words, the extra talking like in between. Because I was enjoying the extra talking in between, just, you know, fucking around and just saying shit. But he was also like, kill, you know, kill on stage. Um, so I watched those videos and I was like, I thought I was doing good and I'm getting laughs. But yeah, I can definitely cut out like a lot of you know, kind of time-wasting that I do on stage. So it's more like joke, 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 joke. Not punchline, 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 but, you know, just removing a lot of filler words. Not filler words as an um or uh, but more like, you know, unnecessary sentences in between. Um, So it's more of a performance than me just feeling like I'm hanging out, you know? So I did that. And I like the feeling of hanging out, but like trying to make it so that you're still cutting to the jokes, but also making it feel like, a, you know, like you're sitting with your homie or something and you're just hearing somebody talking shit. Um, but I, I did that yesterday. I cut out a lot and a set that would have probably taken like 10 minutes. I probably did like six, seven minutes. So I cut out like damn near half almost have like something that would take me 11 minutes before i did three jokes it might have taken me like six minutes on stage six yeah just about six seven minutes <laughs> and uh yeah the people were laughing i didn't record it though i should record just to see the improvement and the difference in how i perform um still some a little more tightening that can that can be done but i felt a lot wetter a lot better a lot wetter <laughs> yeah i felt a lot wetter i had a good set i just got so horny i just got wet just drenched between my legs from how good i was i'm not a narcissist I'm just a comedian um it's a little bit narcissistic to just be like wait till everybody hears this I can't wait to tell everyone's going to have a ball with this sentence on stage. I can't wait to get on stage and tell the audience this. You have to be you have to be a little a little bit narcissistic to be like everyone's going to la- love this. Um yeah. Back up on the stage. Great performance. I loved I loved that performance. Probably my favorite performance. Um one of my shorter performances, but that again, that's a result of making it tighter. So, yeah, I'm happy about my performance. But I was super nervous, again, because I was trying out, like, two new jokes, one old one. Um, But it was, like, you know, kind of tell a story along with the joke. And every joke has a bunch of punchlines. And I was like, I hope I remember all these punchlines. And I remembered a lot of it because the performance before that, I just kept forgetting shit. And I was like, why are people laughing at this? Oh, because I didn't say the thing I was supposed to say. That's in several occasions. Um, but yesterday was not like that. Um, so, yeah. 
And I talked about terrorism and abortions and virgins. <laughs> and not and um just not having a conventional job. That's what I did. I think I did like four jokes actually now that I think about it. But yeah, they're like tied into each other. So the transition between the jokes was like way better. Damn, I have to do a show that I put on Patreon or something. Maybe. Or just like in public because I've already posted like some crowd work. But I want to post more. But damn, if I really had yesterday recorded, I would have I would have posted that shit because that was a great set. Um, but yeah, uh, keep moving. Keep getting better. And eventually might do a show in the States. Might do a show in Houston. Let me know if that would be of interest to the people over there. I just know I have a big following in Houston. I mean, all across America. Most of my following is in America. It's like over 80%. Um, but, yeah. Just go to, I'm going to just live in Houston. Fuck it. Just move to Houston. Just do shows there every night. I'm straight. I'm good. I'm having so much fun with that. I would have so much fun with that. I'll be all right. Every night, do shows. That's how I pay bills. I pay bills by making people laugh. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Hey, man. Let me put this away. Microphone holder. Yeah. Anyways, enough enough about yesterday. It's a good night. Yeah. Back to the drawing board. Back to the drawing board and writing and making new jokes, more jokes, and more skits. Most importantly, more skits. Posted a skit a couple of days ago. It ate shit. It ate shit. People were not fucking with it. Or the algorithm isn't fucking with it. Or both. Um, but it's not doing numbers. So we're going to keep hammering away. Got to go back to the drawing board. Got to make something better. That's the thing. The audience and the and, and the algorithms will tell you if they like it. If they like it, okay, you did a good job. If they don't like it, hopefully you enjoyed making the video. But come on, you got to get tighter. You got to tighten up and get better. That's how I feel. I don't take offense. I never take offense when a video doesn't do well. It was like, oh, see, reality check. You have to get a little bit better. You have to get a little bit better. And just, you know. It it just it enforces, not enforces, that's not the word. It hardens you. It, it makes you into an erection creatively. It hardens you. Just a creative erection. Become tougher. I never take offense when a video doesn't do well. I'll be like, oh, damn, I wish it did. I feel like, I, I feel like it was a good video. I feel like it should have reached more people. And I think they would like it. But if it if it doesn't, your judgment was just wrong that day. And that's it. Notice how I said that day. Because a lot of people take offense and be like, I'm shit. They just go, I'm shit. Because it didn't do well. I am shit. But that's not you know the case. You might be shit. But if you had 
other videos that have done well, you might not be shit. You might just be shit that day, and that's okay. You can be shit for a day. You can be shit for two days even, three, four, five. I mean, shit, I was shit for about two, three years. I was shit for straight up three years, and I was still like, nah, this is going to work. Now to think about it, that what an insane thing for me to believe that I'm going to be able to do social media and comedy when nobody was laughing for three years straight. It took me like, I swear to God, it took me like three years to get a thousand followers on Vine. Three years? Three years. You're going to sit here and tell me that I sat there for three years, day and night, trying to become funny, trying to write jokes. And every time, every day, it was just flopping, flop on flop on flop. But like, how do you, it takes a different type of (laughs) decisiveness and just literally not giving a fuck really going after what you want to for three years eating shit and still going nah they're gonna like it eventually it's some kind of delusion going on there it has to be who does something for three years no return on investment but still goes nah i feel like there's something this gotta be delusion there's nothing else it can be that's the only thing it can be straight up delusion i mean what else would you do for three years hoping that you'll be successful getting no response at all minimal response i would have some people here and there and be like oh my god you're so funny but it was like i mean at the time it went meant the world because i was like oh my god i have a shot at this and it was like a bot it was a bot just promoting some bullshit and i just didn't realize it because i was a fucking kid Oh my God, this person loves my content. Also, they're promoting porn. They're they're promoting this porn website, but they love my content. They went out of their image to praise me for this content and link me their website because they like me so much. No, that's not what's going on. (laughs) That's a bot. That is a bot. But yeah, that's what that's what kept me courageous. The porn bots. Yeah, those bots, they 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 uh they pulled me through the, the tough times. They made me persevere through the tough times. <clears throat> and then fourth year coming around. It might have been two years that I've done it, but fourth year came around. Fourth year came around through. When was it? How? When did I start? Like twenty fifteen, or twenty fourteen, and then twenty sixteen. They canceled Vine. They shut. They shut it down. Three years later, I think I had like seventeen k followers on there by then, and then they canceled it. And I was like, oh, starting over. I got to do this for another three years. Cool. Cool beans, yeah, sure. Just gets on Instagram and does the same thing. No progress for four years. An additional four years. What is it now at this point? Fucking, nah, probably three years. From 2017 to 2020. And then TikTok comes around. And then that's when I really... But by by the time TikTok came around, TikTok probably came around 
the right time for me because I was better at comedy by the time it came. Like I had done comedy on Vine, on Instagram, slowly making longer and longer videos. And by the time TikTok came out, I was like, oh, I have a bunch of videos that I can just drop on the website. So I did. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm getting a good response. And uh, after that, I'm like, okay, keep making videos on here. So it probably came around the right time for me. Done comedy for a while. I was a seasoned comedian by the time it came around. Perfect timing. I'm going to let you guys know. But I'm always trying to, always trying to get better. So um, funny. I don't even know if it's better that I'm trying to get. I mean, yeah, the timing can always like be better. But coming up with more. I think it's more about just coming up with improving the 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 observational skills or doing more of it yeah doing more of it but i definitely have to get better i have to get way better always because you have you always gotta you always gotta think that you can improve in something once you feel like oh there's nothing more to improve there's it's over it's over with soon as you get arrogant you lost it all. You can't get arrogant with this. This is not the business of arrogance. Because your content is going to take a hit. The audience are not is not going to like it. And you're not going to like it. Because what do you get out of being arrogant? That's just you inflating your ego for a little bit, feeling like you're too good to do something, and um, you just feel good about yourself for a little bit before reality hits you. Being arrogant is really just short-term gratification. That's what it is. It's just feeding your ego for a little bit. But really, your egos, other than having confidence, which is important, it's not going to do anything other than that for you. Unless, as as long as you have sufficient confidence, you don't really need arrogance or ego, because arrogance gets in the way of productivity. Because usually, it's accompanied by feeling the sense of being too good to do something. And if you feel like you're too good to do something, you're probably missing out on a lot of skills. That you can work on. You know? Hope that makes sense. I don't know why we went this direction in the talk. We were talking about fucking kids with Michael Jackson. How the fuck did we talk about, you know, delayed gratification and trying to be a better human? <laughs> remember when remember when twenty minutes ago? Remember oh man, those were the days twenty minutes ago. Those were the days. That was my prime when I was talking about fucking kids. <laughs> That was the prime. Prime Fadi. Prime Fadi talking about Michael Jackson. Fucking kids. Not me. Not us. We're cool. This guy, though. Freak. Freak of the week over here. <laughs> you got the tour dates on the back. He's like, oh, these are all the cities that I want to fuck kids in. No. Uh, allegedly. I'm just, I'm just joking. Shout out Michael Jackson. Unless he did it. Which I don't know if he did. But probably not. Because... Um, his estate is still very active and, uh, so is suing, but Hey, 
Hey, man. We're living it up. I'm doing a podcast with a comedian friend tomorrow as well. And then I think uh, I'm going to have a guest on the podcast next week as well. A comedian that's also in the city. A female comedian. We're going to have a female on the podcast. I know you guys think that I'm the biggest misogynist, but she's a smart female, smart woman, um, and I'm excited to have her on. I think you guys are going to like her. She's a very funny gal. She's been doing comedy. She's from the Rano, the Six, from Toronto, in the city, doing comedy. So we're going to do that next week. I might, you know what I just find out? I found out in the city that they have studios that you can borrow for free if you have like a library card. I'm like, holy fuck, I didn't know about this. Now I have to, I'm doing the podcast, well, my my friend's podcast with the comedian tomorrow. I'm doing that episode with him at one of these places, so I'm going to check it out. But I might, I might upgrade the podcast. We might have a studio, fellas and fellas. We might actually have a legit studio, something other than my bedroom. And I might do next week's podcast um, in that same studio, depending on how convenient it is. So I'm going to check it out and see what it looks like. And yeah, the vibe. So yeah, looking forward to do that. Looking forward to doing that for sure. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So next week, next week, you guys might see a whole nother setup. Might be a better setup, maybe a fancier setup, but I'm definitely going to check it out. But that means I have to drive into the, well, not even drive, maybe take public transportation into the city every time I want to use a studio. Let me see how far it is. I don't want to go into the city. I just want it to be here. But I guess it, it makes sense, though. I should I should probably get to the studio just put my tripod and camera hope the lighting is good oh i'm actually excited we're gonna go studio shopping for free for the free ski shout out to the city man shout out to the city just encouraging creativity and just providing free studios have a beautiful setup over there i'm gonna really check it out i'm excited i'm excited to see what the vibe is uh, yeah, so I'm going to have to take this stupid tapestry tapestry from my wall. Just a random beach that I have on my wall in my room. Now, you know how tacky this looks when you walk into my room? Zero hose. Zero. All the hoes that I managed to finally get in the house, they see this. They're like, all right, I'm, I'm leaving, Mr. Bahamas. Fucking <laughs> what is this bullshit that you got? I'm like, it's for my podcast. And then they really leave. When I mention that I have a podcast, then they really skedaddle. <laughs> with, the, with the quickest, with the quickness, with the reflexes of a rattlesnake. I don't know. They, they, my point is they do it really fast. That's the point that I'm trying to get to. It happens at a very hasty pace. <laughs> um, I don't know why. Why do why do women not like podcasts? Why do women not like men with podcasts? 
we're going to take a deep dive into this. I wonder why. Because women don't like men talking. Women don't. Women do not like when men talk. That's like the worst thing. When men talk. <laughs> when men express opinions. That's the worst thing. Horrors beyond, horrors beyond their imagination. Every time. That's why you, That's why men are trained to be stoic and just silent. Non-reactive whatsoever. Just as non-reactive as lead. Just dull and just rock hard. <laughs> that's it. And protect against radiation, I guess. Radiation? <laughs> what? <laughs> Protecting my woman from radiation. Nah. That's stupid. That's silly. Not as silly as this guy. He was getting real silly with the kids. All right, I need to stop with the Michael Jackson pedo jokes. Um, <coughs> it'd be fun if I could trademark a joke. In intellectual property, can you do that? So, any if anybody retells the joke on social media, it's just they get a strike, copyright strike, video get taken down or some shit. That'd be fun. Um, no, uh, fascism is probably what that is. Probably what that is. Man, that coffee is really hitting me. I don't know if I'm having a slight, a slight hangover from yesterday, because I only had one beer, and the only reason I had a beer was to get up on stage and not be a nervous wreck. So I got up on stage with one beer, and one beer is all I need, just one tall glass of beer. I get up on stage, and I'm smooth. I'm just smooth as butter. Everything's fine. Everything's fun. We're having a blast. We're having a good time. There's no way I have a hangover. I'm I'm not hungover because I don't have any pain. But I catch myself just looking at an object. And for a split second, it like doubles. The object doubles that I look at. Like I'm looking at this mug. And I'm like, was there just two of you here? <laughs> Did I just see double? Am I still a little fucked up? <laughs> There's no way. 180 pounds more and 182 damn near can't metabolize a little bit of alcohol <coughs> excuse the coughing still recovering still recovering uh, yeah I don't th I don't think I'm drunk I haven't had I barely had any breakfast though and I haven't eaten anything other than some protein yogurt today and then I had a coffee. That's probably why I'm seeing doubles. I haven't had any nutrients. That's what it is. That can also fuck you up. Not having any sustenance. That will for sure cripple your ability to be visually acute. 
Yeah. That's that's the terminology that I mess with. Acute, visually acute. Instead of seeing C. It's boring, C. No. Visually acute. And visually hot. Visually sexy. <laughs> um I like it when I ran, run out of things to talk about and I just ramble about a whole lot of nothing, just nonsense. Uh, but I hope it's fun. I hope it's a fun time. Drop a like if, you, if you're if you still listening to the podcast. Drop a like and let me know. I really want to know. Probably going to have something to eat after because I don't know if you guys heard this, but my stomach has been rumbling, tumbling, and uh, mumbling throughout the podcast. You got anything to say to the audience? It's being shy now. Fucking stage fright much loser <laughs> um yeah <coughs> excuse the coughing sometimes you just gotta cough <coughs> this sometimes is happening pretty frequently i don't like how frequent it is <coughs> jeez louise um yeah so look out for next week's episode we're gonna be on some shit we're going to be on some shit. But I am hungry, man. I should. Is there any food? I'm looking at my phone. This is how dependent we are on technology. I'm looking at my phone for food. People used to look and gaze into the woods in case there are any deer or something to kill. Now we just look at our phones. Oh, I'm hungry? What's in the forest of... This nano chip that's providing all the information that I need. DoorDash? Fuck them. Nah, psych now, nah, fuck them. Unless they want to. As long as they want to sponsor this episode. This This episode is brought to you by, you know, if you're somebody working in marketing, see, that would be, that would be a perfect spot to put an ad. Perfect spot. You guys, you guys are missing out. You guys are missing out on ad spots. It's not going to last forever, you know. Eventually, I'm not going to run out of ad spots. <laughs> I'm just do one podcast. I feel like this would be better if I just did one podcast and it's, you know, I just cramp. I just shoehorn every ad that I ever get into one podcast and it's just one hour of ads straight ads just nothing else just ads for an hour straight it'll be like a like a verbal times square that's all it's gonna be once a month and then all the other episodes like no ads they probably won't like that that the companies are probably not gonna be just like why is this episode so low on views and listeners well Sometimes that just happens. Is this... Are you reading 120 ads in this episode? You asked for a 30-second spots. That'd be crazy. 120 ads? Each each company is giving you like a dollar for... Or like $5 or $10 per 1,000 views or something. 
$10 per thousand views and you have 120 of them, that means $1,200 for a thousand views. You get 10,000 views. That's twelve. That's twelve thousand dollars in ads, but that's a ridiculous amount of. That's actually a ridiculous, ridiculous amount of ads in one episode. One hundred and twenty. That's insane. Unheard of. Unheard of. And how the fuck you go get ten thousand views? How how are you gonna get ten thousand views on an episode? That's just straight ads. Insane. Insanity. Ten thousand people aren't watching that. I mean, people go to Times Square just to look at the billboards. Maybe there's some freaks out there that would just enjoy corporate America, you know, hitting it from behind. (laughs) Just slutting them out. Happens. Sometimes you just got to let capitalist America slut you out. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. We're doing good. We are doing well. But yeah. Got a lot of things to be excited about. I got I got motherfucking goddamn, you know. The podcast potentially having a new studio next week. A new guest next week. I'm doing a podcast. I'm being a guest on a podcast next week. I mean, this week, tomorrow, Thursday. Um more stand up tomorrow. On Thursdays, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, yeah, a lot of shit going on. I got to make a video. I've been writing. I've been writing some video ideas. Uh, some, 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 some um, scripts. I think I almost finished a script yesterday. So, yeah. Been pretty productive. Pre-productive. I'm really locked in. I'm so locked in, bro. I am so locked in into this comedy shit. You can't fuck with me on this comedy shit. What I like about doing stand-up is <laughs> just without failure, every time, almost every time that I've been on stage, I've just managed to hit on a hit on a girl on stage. Something about just getting up on stage and just in front of 80 people get rejected by a girl is so funny. It's so funny. Even if I get rejected, it's so funny every time. I love it. I love putting people on the spot and then creating that awkward little, you know, just momentarily. (laughs) Just momentarily. Yeah, I'm I'm so happy with how comfortable i've gone on stage i'm not comfortable when i'm just about to get up on stage but once i'm up there but you know i'm I'm more confident in my jokes that's what it is because i've tried some jokes and i'm like these are this is funny because before you start and you just have a bunch of jokes especially this happens every time you have new jokes honestly you're like i don't know if people are gonna like this this might just be dumb. This might be so stupid. But you go up and try. And then when you have some jokes that you know work, like you have these these tools, like you know you can use them. And you'll have the audience on your side. And they'll have a laugh. That confidence, it, it, there's like a, a little bit of comfort in it. So it's a little dangerous. Because a lot of people, a lot of comedians get stuck on 
using their old material and not coming up with new material because it's comfortable to just do old stuff that you know works. Um, but I constantly try to try new things so I can build more material and just have a whole arsenal of, you know, material. So I can keep developing and keep making new stuff. It makes it more exciting for me and more exciting for the audience so that they, ha- they don't have to keep hearing the same jokes, especially if you want to build, like, specials and, you know, that's just that's just how I feel, you know. That's just how I feel. That's just how I feel. Ooh, remember that song? Remember that banger? I shouldn't sing it for too long because they're gonna they're gonna copyright strike this this podcast. Take it down. I'm not having it. Absolutely not. Yeah. I talk a lot about comedy, don't I? Remember when I used to talk about politics on this podcast? Before I even used the camera? When I was just recording straight up on my laptop? Fun times. We've came a long way. We've came a long way. It was actually fun to talk about the bullshit that was going on in the world. That was kind of fun. It was. It was just fun making fun of bullshit. Just shit that I don't care about. Shit that I have no stake in whatsoever. Like the war in Russia doesn't affect me at all. Well, the war in Ukraine. Um, Yeah, Ukraine used to be a great country. It used to be Russia. That's a one-liner that I've used on stage. I just came up with randomly. It's like, hey, it's fucked up what's going on in Ukraine. It used to be such a great country. And it used to be Russia. And some people go, oh, <laughs> like, shut up. It's not that, it's not that crazy of a sentence. Do you guys even have Twitter? Have you guys not been desensitized from crazy statements like me? That's not a crazy statement whatsoever. It did used to be Russia. Are we just going to not acknowledge the past? This happened. This definitely happened. global warming such bullshit i'm just kidding um i was arguing uh the other day with a friend of mine that was talking about how overpopulation is a problem i was like do you understand how big the world is you know how arrogant of a species you gotta be to be like yeah the earth isn't enough for us it's been enough for every other species for four billion years and you come along and it's like it's different this time it's not you had monstrous dinosaurs roaming this fucking place, volcano, active volcanoes all the time. A meteor struck Earth, just it obliterated Earth, just fucked it up. And here we are, here we are, still recovered, still reached homeostasis on planet Earth after a fucking meteor just, just fucked the Earth in the ass. <laughs> And still we recovered. Still we have blue-ass oceans and green-ass forests. I think a little carbon dioxide is going to be fine in the air. And we don't have to depopulate. Jesus Christ. That shit pissed me off. Maybe we don't have to 
get the population under control because it's so different this time because we're humans and we affect the environment so much guess how much guess how much the meteor that killed the dinosaurs affected the environment guess that here we are still still made it pussy we still out here <laughs> no but you know but there's some truth to that i might make that a bit on stage because it frustrates me but it's like it frustrates me but people's like it's, it's overpopulated do you understand that all humans on earth can fit shoulder to shoulder on manhattan all of us we're not going to live comfortably but that's not my point i'm saying first of all there's a lot of space Earth is bigger than you believe, okay? Just because airplanes were invented and you can get from one part of the world to the other in, I don't know, 16 hours across the world doesn't mean that it's not a huge world. And there's a lot of empty land, a lot of untapped resources. Just let the economy boom. Let the economy boom, damn it. (laughs) Leave us alone. Just let us party until we burn out. Just let us have a blast. Let the future generation take care of it. We took care of whatever the fuck the other generation left us with. Which was, I don't know, just the aftermath of world wars. And psyops and coups happening. Just instability in the Middle East. That's what the previous generation left us with. We're handling it alright, I feel like. Taking in immigrants into our Western countries, me included. You know? We're gonna be fine. I just don't like when people make it into their whole thing. It's like, no, we have to have really we have to stop births. That's that we came to that's the solution that we came up with. We had no other emergency breaks before hitting that. No more new life. That's what we resort to. No, just us. No more. No more of us. That's insane. That's insane to me. We're having actually a population decline problem. Once the population just declines, you you can't tell when it's going to stop declining. Never in the history of man has the population growth fucking stagnated or even gotten lesser gone smaller we don't know how to deal with a crisis like that it's never happened in the history of mankind we know how to deal with you know fucking higher temperatures that's just how i feel global warming is for sure happening the data is there it's getting warmer I'm just saying, what's the big deal? Let it be warmer. Let the ice caps melt. Let the sea levels rise. Let the sea levels rise. Let them reach your house. What? You don't want a beach house? You don't want a free beach? You don't want a free beach house? What's the deal? You're getting a free beach house for free. Did I mention that it was free? It's a free beach house. Or you're getting a submarine house, depending on where you're located ungrateful you ungrateful motherfucker 
sea levels are rising. You don't like fishing? You have salmon in your backyard. Shut up. You have salmon in your backyard. Just take a fishing rod, poke it out your window, and just catch dinner. Relax. It's going to be okay. Always worried and shit. It's not that deep. It's not crazy. Ooh, it got a little warmer. Sea levels rose. Did you know the Netherlands is literally underwater? You know how they solved their problem? They just put sand. They just put walls of sand around their country from sea levels rising. That's how they stopped it. That's how they get their... They don't go stop giving birth. Just put fucking sand around the country. We're fine. Put sand around the country. That's what they did. And it solved the problem. Am I talking out of my ass? Or I'm pretty sure my middle fucking middle school teacher told me that. Like the Netherlands is actually underwater. It's not under it's not submerged, but it's lower than the sea levels. It's like this little valley that it's in. Let me look this up because I might just be spreading misinformation, which is, you know, all this podcast is is spreading misinformation. That's kind of the brand. Um, Is is Netherlands under sea level? Netherlands literally means lower countries in reference to its low elevation and flat topography with nearly 26% falling below sea level. Apparently, I'm not spreading as much misinformation as I thought. Most of the areas are below sea levels known as polders are the result of land reclamation that began in the 14th century. Um, Yeah, one third of the Netherlands lies below sea level. Um, the lowest point is being 22 feet, a.k.a. 6.7 meters below sea level. Meanwhile, the highest point is about 1,000 feet above sea level. Um, okay, so let's see why it's below sea level because this is interesting. You may have heard that much of the Netherlands is built on sinking ground, and unfortunately, this is true. The continuous drainage that is required to keep parts of the country dry, now done by massive water pumps rather than windmills, is causing the land to sink up to 7 millimeters per year. Wait, is the water pumps doing this? The continuous drainage that is required to keep parts of the country dry, now done by massive water pumps rather than windmills, is causing the land to sink up to 7 millimeters a year. Okay. Seven millimeters? That's not even one centimeter. That's pretty fucking slow. Um, <clears throat> that's going on in the world. You know, we like to fuck around on this podcast, but it's also very informative sometimes. So if you didn't know, Someone's like, yo, watch out for rising sea levels. The Netherlands is under the sea. It's under the fucking sea. And they're doing fine. I think. 
They seem like they're doing fine. So yeah, that's how I feel. Now, I might just be an idiot. Don't rule that out. Please do not rule that out. That might be a very big possibility. I might just be an idiot and it might be a way bigger multitude of more problems than simply water rising. Actually, I'm pretty sure there are. (laughs) There guaranteed are more problems than what's just rising sea levels. A lot of infrastructure will be ruined. 100%. But I also like to chill. I also like to throw all my garbage in one hole and not stand there like an asshole. Just, oh, this goes in the hard pl- No, that's not the soft plastic. That's the hard plastic. It goes here. Fuck off. I'm not doing Just throw it all and move on with my life. Just throw it all in one hole. Only 10% of it was recycled anyways. That's another thing you should learn. All plastic isn't recycled. Only 10% of it. Only 10% of it. Yeah. Apparently, it's the big oil companies. It was the big oil, big oil, big oil companies that just pushed for recycling so that countries could be feel better about, you know, just buying plastics. But really, they're buying the plastics from the oil companies because it's based on oil. It's oil-based products. Petrol-based chemicals. Petrol-based plastics. So, it's all it's all just a scheme to sell more plastic. Like, hey, it's not bad. It's not bad for nature. Here, you can recycle it and we can reuse it. Meanwhile, they can't recycle everything. Only 10%. You should feel good about yourself. For buying plastics. Because you're recycling it anyways. Buy some more. You're putting it in circulation. So it's really fine. It's not. It's not fine. But. I think we're, I think we're doing pretty good on time. We're going to talk some more shit. On the Patreon. So if you haven't subscribed to the Patreon. Check that out. Because we have no sponsors. Because companies hate. Corporate America hates me. Because I talk about. This guy and a bunch of other stuff. Um, but yeah, good episode. Good on time. going to switch over to the Patreon now. Thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, have a fucking wonderful time. I'll see you guys next week. Peace out.